Hello everybody and welcome to series one and episode three, which is all about the alchemy of intuitive connection. I'm Claire Walker and I'm going to be exploring with you today another layer of knowledge and understanding in terms of all things intuitive. So far we've explored the density and power of the physical, energetic and light body, but how do we connect with and work with these parts of ourselves in an optimum way? And what is intuitive connection? I'm also going to be looking at the benefits of working in this way. And I think that's really important because that's going to really help you to understand why this journey that you may have already embarked on is so worthwhile to find out more about. So firstly, when we look at ourselves as a physical being, physical person, I think we can all accept that we all interact with the physical world, even without a second thought. It just happens. We do it. The physical state is fully accepted by everyone in society, by scientists and um, other communities and cultures alike, because the physical world is tangible, physically tangible. And that's really important to the evidence that people need to understand their forms of existence. When we look at uh, our forms in energetic and light form, we need to ask ourselves whether we already work with our energetic and light form as well as our physical form in day-to-day interactions and in our, in, in our day-to-day lives. And there's one really quick example I can give to help you understand perhaps where you sit with this already, or whether you're living perhaps a physical life um, nearly or up to 100% of the time and not allowing these other sides of your life in. So if we were to look out of a window right now, the nearest window to you, and when you're looking out of that window and seeing the scene outside, I'm quite interested to know what you're interpreting, what you're perceiving when you look out of that window. Are you seeing the factual physical things that are obvious out there are you thinking oh look there's a hedge there's a tree there's a house there's a sky it's a bit dark uh, or I think it might rain or it looks a bit cold out there are you thinking along those lines um it's important when we're analyzing how we work right now and where we sit intuitively already to understand how we're perceiving life day to day because that's really important to our intuitive experience. In theory, you should be working and can work with your intuitive side at the same time as your physical side. And it's about working with them both. And when you work with them both, you have an additional strength, an additional overview, and you see more. You have a, a deeper sense of perception. So when you look out the window and you see just the factual things and you have a bit of a conversation with yourself about what you see and how it might make you feel, I would argue that you're only using two slices of your pie. And obviously we talked about pie in our previous episode and what the pie is. Well, when you're looking outside the window and looking at everything factual, you're using your mind and your mind's conscious because that's his or her expertise. And when you're looking out of the window and thinking about how it makes you feel, 
then that's you working with your ego self, your emotional body, because again, that's his or her expertise. And those influences from both of them are influencing your sense of self and therefore your perception and interpretation when you look out of the window. And in that situation, I would probably say the majority of the world's population at the moment would look out of a window and perceive those couple of layers when they looked out. Now, somebody who's working also intuitively at the same time as physically will look out of the window and will perceive what is outside the window with all five slices of the pie, the whole pie, not just two slices. And it's not just about perceiving with the five slices, it's about the five slices of the pie working together in balance and harmony and strength together as one. Because you can work with five slices, but if those five slices are fragmented, because each part of our conscious has the ability to fragment, to think differently to the others, to to feel unsafe or insecure, to feel uncertain about things. Each part of our pie can feel differently from the rest. But are we looking out of the, the window with a full pie that is thinking and directing its thoughts and influencing us in the same way? And when we're able to do that, I would argue that we're working both physically and intuitively at the same time, which is an amazing tool and place to be because it's giving us when we look out the window that depth of perception we're not just seeing those two layers we're going far beyond that and I'll be examining those other layers in the YouTube videos that are coming up on the YouTube channel in more detail but for now it's useful to understand that the whole pie gives us five layers of perception whereas just two slices of the pie, just giving us two layers. It's giving us that depth and breadth of life in our day-to-day interactions with others, in our day-to-day experiences. You're living life with less restriction when you're working with the whole pie. When you're working only with a couple of slices in a very physical world, everything's very restricted. And I would argue it's flatter. It's not as deep. And that must lend itself also to having a reduced or inhibited experience of life with what's available. So how do you connect intuitively? I really see intuitive connection um, as starting within. Um, But you can also uh, obviously connect intuitively outside of yourself too. And looking within first, looking at our pie, um, can we connect? Is it possible to connect with our own pie or pieces of our pie? Absolutely. Um, Each piece of our pie is an important member and part of our team, our consciousness and our team. And it's a very simple method and tool in which to achieve amazing balance And to help those pieces of the pie become the most amazing of teachers rather than the the drainer or the the part, the dominant part of us that's always taking over and taking control. When we have 
control and balance of our own pie and we're in a good centered grounded place we're in a really great position to connect intuitively outside of ourselves too so how do we connect with ourselves within well this is a fairly simple process and i call it self-communication and we can do this inadvertently it's often the case that when we do something we perceive as being a bit silly or um, perhaps even stupid, um, we see ourselves as doing something, we've forgotten something, um, we've mislaid something, we've lost our keys again, um, anything like that. We tend to have a bit of a, a word with ourselves and we can call ourselves all kinds of names, that we're a wally, that we're an idiot, we're stupid. If someone's upset us or we've we've misinterpreted a situation, we can kind of lambast ourselves. Um, we can talk quite negatively at ourselves um, as well as we can praise ourselves and think, oh, I did a good job there. And we, we can do all these things quite naturally without a second thought. And that's also a form of self-communication. And our own self-communication is actually really important because those parts of our conscious are learning. They're learning as well as us, as well as we're, we're learning, they're learning. They're supporting and influencing our perceptions when we look out of the window. But if our ego self is still stuck because of a trauma from her childhood and looking through the eyes of a 10-year-old, even though um, the person is 50, then her perception when she looks out the window and sees people walking about um, and she's looking through the eyes of a 10-year-old and influencing your emotional feelings as a 10-year-old, that's going to affect the influence she has on you and therefore your own perceptions. And this is what I mean. But even though the, the ego self, the emotional body is stuck and looking through the eyes of a 10-year-old, it doesn't mean that your mind is. Your mind is the age you are now. And that can cause conflict and fragmentation within ourselves. It can cause us to experience uh, difficulties and challenges in life. So when we look very simply at our consciousness, working with our consciousness as the light that they are and recognising that they are separate consciousness, but that they can work together as a team, a strong team to support us and in our influence. So that when we look out the window, what we're seeing is the best, tr most truthful picture of our reality yet that is the place that we can strive for uh, with using self-communication so you can use it yes kind of subconsciously when we're talking to ourselves and about everyday things but we can also use it very consciously and with the work that I'm doing and I'm going to be sharing some more on YouTube this is about more purposeful connection with ourselves with these parts of ourselves to help ourselves be in this place, being a part of the pie, the team, working in this place of balance. So it's, it's a fascinating subject. So one of the most common questions I'm asked is, how do I connect with my own guide? Do I have a guide? Will I have a guide? There's so much to share with you in terms of this area of philosophy, and I'm not going to do it all in this episode. Um, there's a, there's a huge amount to 
share and understand. And it's, again, another fascinating subject. But for now, if we consider, and I would argue, that our guides are a light form. They don't have an energy body like us. They don't have a physical body like us. They're a light form. But they're an intelligent form of light. So they have a light code DNA. And that light code DNA, which we also have in our light, is a structure that gives them intelligence and a consciousness. It's also important to understand that as a planet, um, our planet has a lot of different energies because it's a 5D planet and a 3D physical reality. The 5D planet has a lot of different energies that are in our environment um, that we all recognise and science recognises. You know, there's um, frequency and vibration, there's gravity, there's um, magnetic fields and electrical fields, there's waves, sound waves and light waves, and there's all kinds of different elements in terms of energy present. And I think uh, we would all accept that was the case. It's also the case that on this planet, those energies I've just described allow us as people, as physical people, to communicate both physically and even energetically um, uh, through devices, if you like, um, using the latest technologies like Bluetooth and um, Wi-Fi and uh, all kinds of different energies that are wireless. So actually, when you think about our environment here on the planet already, a lot of the communication that we all recognise and accept and use without too much thought are some wireless techniques where communication isn't actually visible. It's not a wire in the ground or a wire on a telegraph pole. It's through waves and thereby it's invisible. Invisible to the eye um, anyway. So I'm going to add another layer to that. Um, I would argue that the environment outside of our planet here um, and also within the planet in terms of our energy and light layers, the different um, veils, if you like, or densities um, that our life consists of, I'm going to argue that part of that invisible energy is something called quantum energy. And in fact, scientists also recognise quantum energy and quantum fields. And I'm going to argue that um, quantum energy and quantum fields allows us to communicate in a slightly different way to our physical reality. I would argue that the quantum energy and quantum fields within our existence, you know, through the layers that we can't see with the naked eye, I'm going to argue that those quantum layers allow light to travel and light to communicate, as well as other forms of energy.
so when we put this all together, when we're born and we, we grow up, we learn how to communicate in the physical world with the physical environment of energy that you know everybody recognises is available. And just as energy has different layers and levels, I'm going to argue too that one of those layers and levels is quantum energy and that quantum energy allows us to or allows the carriage from A to B of light and energy at a particular frequency. So in short, what I'm saying here is that our guides are able to communicate within this quantum field of energy in the environment that we exist within now because it's through the veils of energy and light in that quantum field. And just as Bluetooth or Wi-Fi communicates very tangibly and successfully in this veil of the physical world from A to B, I would argue that in the quantum field, then light and frequency of energy can also communicate and go from A to B in forms of communication. So when I speak about being able to connect intuitively um, when you're coming from the same density and frequency as the connection you wish to make, this is what I'm speaking of. When you're trying to connect and work with your guide who is working within the quantum energy field and not the environmental field in our physical world as as we all know it, when you're trying to work with a guide that's working in the quantum field, you have to adjust and adapt the use of your energy and light to communicate with them. And we're not born and we and we, we don't grow up knowing how to do this or that it's possible or even available for us to do. No one teaches us this. And so this is something that we come to find and explore when we're on this specific part of our journey, if this is a part of the journey we're having. So how do you cross your communications from the physical world into the quantum world? Now, for some lucky people, they are able to do this already quite naturally. Um, when we we talk about people being psychic or mediums at a young age, um, as children or, you know, their, their skills that they're able to successfully use when they're older, these people are the types of people that can already access the quantum field uh, and develop their practice and their knowledge and skills within it um, themselves. Then there are other people who want to go further than that. Um, I see the intuitive world as going further. It's different to mediumship and um, 
you know, psychic abilities. It's much broader and wider and deeper than that. It's very purposeful and it's two way. And um, so when you're working or wanting to work in the quantum field, then that's a part of the journey that you may need help with stepping or being able to switch into that field of communication. Now, it's it's very much the case that guides, our own guides, work within our own highest interests. And this will be the subject and brought up in many of my series and episodes as we go along. But a guide will not facilitate your entry into the quantum field if they don't think it's in your highest interest to do so in that way. So it's very likely that in order to explore and connect through the quantum energy that's available, you need to travel a path, a journey to reach a position where you're ready and understanding of what you're doing in that regard, in that sense. So what I'm saying here in the simplest of terms is that most people will not be able to communicate with their own guides unless they seek the help and mentoring from people, intuitive mentors and intuitive practitioners who know how to access it and help somebody to tune into it. If everybody was given free access to the quantum field, we wouldn't know what was going on. We wouldn't understand. Without the right information and knowledge and teaching, we would all think perhaps or potentially that we were crazy or losing it and um, not of right mind. And anyone having an experience like that would find that that kind of journey isn't in their highest interest. It's not in anyone's highest interest to have a journey where that's experienced and it could be avoided. So it's therefore my experience that for most people who seek me out and the others that I train to be intuitive mentors for the same reason, that having someone who can guide them through it and learn as they go is in their highest interests rather than just letting it happen and letting that person work it out for themselves. It's very much an individual's journey. What's right for for one person isn't always right for another. But I still recognise and see all the time that rule of thumb, highest interests. If it's in someone's highest interests to travel this journey and experience this side of life, then the right information, the right person, the right people will come in front of you at the right time. And it's and it's depending on how balanced and recognition, uh, the recognition you have in terms of what you see when you look out of the window and whether you recognise that that's an opportunity um, for you, then depends on whether you take it or not. But the physical side of life itself, our emotional feelings, our emotional experiences as a physical person are hard enough sometimes 
without this side of the journey being added to so for some people who are going through physical challenges and difficulties this side of life isn't always appropriate or relevant or necessary at you know particular times but when you're ready and you're in a position to experience this side of life you'll know you'll feel it and you'll feel a hunger like a sponge for more information when you're listening to podcasts like this or watching other speakers on other videos and podcasts you'll be hungry for information and that's a really good sign that you're ready to learn you're ready to understand uh, and I think this is really important when weighing up um, where you are now and what position you're in. I also think it's a really important part of the intuitive journey to do it and be able to do it in a grounded, very practical, grounded, earthy way. Um, I'm very practical and grounded about um, everything that I do. And I think that's really helped me to stay in balance in every way. It can be very easy to get lost on this journey when you're exploring these parts of yourself, if you don't have the right mentors or teachers or people you can bounce off, friends, etc., around you. So I would never complete the journey on my own. And for me personally, I didn't have a particular mentor or teacher and I've had to work a lot of things out myself. But I have had people along the way that I've been able to bounce off that have helped me um, stay grounded, which is important. So lastly, what's alchemy got to do with intuitive connection? So for me, alchemy is all about transformation, creation and combining, combining things together. Most people are familiar with alchemy at a physical level, um, in terms of, you know, turning base metals into gold and so on. But alchemy is such an important and incredible tool when you're using it at an energetic and light level. It opens up a whole new world of creation. And from just a, from a connection perspective and a development perspective and a healing perspective and so much more. And there are really three key principles of alchemy um, only. It's very simple. Um, alchemy and the use of it is actually quite simple and very practical in its use. And when you use all the three components and principles of alchemy together, it enables its use in a very tangible way. And, you know, it's, it's that tangible level in use of energy and light which is what a lot of people are seeking to reach and achieve. But alchemy itself is such an incredible tool of the intuitive. Um, it makes all the connections that I've gone through this evening on this podcast, it makes them all realistic, achievable, possible. It's the alchemy formula, the three simple key principles of alchemy that facilitate the connections, the use of your intuitive side. And I'm going to be going into more about this on the YouTube channel, as I discussed. But for now, that gives you a great summary in terms of our intuitive connections 
and the alchemy of it. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you at the next one. Bye for now.